Hi, everybody, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Marquez. I'm Sarah C. What's going on? Well, we've got another episode. Yeah, I was just starting OC episode two, and it's so good so far. I'm really looking forward to this season. The fact that, like, I already don't like some new people out of the gate means it's going to be good. I'm like, I I don't want to, like, get into that because I still want to podcast on it, but I'm, like, so curious about who you're talking about because um, I don't have that feeling yet. Really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I wasn't going to, like, recap that tonight, but uh, maybe after tonight's episode, we could do a up one and two recap. Cause... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so if you guys, if you're, like, on the fence about watching OC, watch it, because we are going to recap it, and it's going to be super fun. Cool. Now, on, other, on the flip side of things, I'm starting to... You know when sometimes you realize, like, you're not always right? (laughs) I was thinking about this today. I'm like, you know, hmm, maybe we weren't right in thinking they needed to switch up production to give it a fresh pair of eyes. Maybe we need Jerry back. Yeah. Like, I want to say that, but then I also don't want to give them the satisfaction of saying that. Um, I know. It's. I feel like it's not just that. It's just, it's the overall, like, just the overhaul of the entire show just really hurt. I'm going to blame it on the firings. You know what I mean? Like, it really shook everything to the core. It needed a shakeup, but it was too much. It's just we can't have, this is the third pickleball game. This is the third tea party. Uh, again, people are dressing up. Like, it's just not... No, th- we're just we're truly just grasping at straws here and tr- like I I was watching it with Chad yesterday and I was like um there's a bunch of my friends who you know like and we've talked about this from day 1 on this podcast who are like they watch Bravo but they claim they don't watch Vanderpump Rules. And I was thinking if one of my friends who, you know, was like, hey, let me give Vanderpump Rules a shot this week because, you know, I know Holly does that podcast, whatever. I would be mortified that they (laughs) watched an episode of Pickleball and Schwartz getting a tattoo mounted up on a table getting an LVP tattoo. People would be like, Holly is obviously having like a midlife crisis (laughs) and I I don't know what's happening. She's really bored. She has really bad taste. Yeah. Like it's it's like this, the... (laughs) Like I was thinking, okay, the, the completely useless, pointless scene of Lisa and Lala. But then there are things we've heard that like didn't make the cutting room floor. Like Brianna's egg freezing conversation. Or it would have yeah, been interesting. Yeah. Or I also don't want to see Schwartz greet his dogs when he comes home for like a good three minutes. Like, <laughs> like everyone does that with exactly. their pets. Like I don't need to see your dog and then see you rush to it and then pet it and like like the fact that yeah. that stayed in when yeah we know that there's other things. It's like hey, I mean I love animals. Like it, it's not like it's like. But why are we wasting our times, like literally watching some an animal greet their owner? Like I, I don't get it. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> well, before we get into that, so Raquel did move out. She posted her storage unit. Her dad helping her move boxes into the moving truck. 
Um, so it's a fish. It was weird watching um around Watch What Happens Live when Tom and Ariana were just as shocked. And they were like, we were just at Disneyland with them two days before the reunion. Like basically the day before they broke up. Yeah, I have a lot of questions about all of this. Like I, I, I have just a lot of freaking questions. Um, but yeah, I, it looks like it's really happening. You know, there's, there's still that theory out there that maybe is not too far-fetched that this was all an arrangement Yeah. to propel, propel both their careers. And, yeah. you know, it got to the point where, okay, but we're not actually going to get married because we, you know, that, so they, they well, got no, to that and that the end game would be a big breakup like this because that creates more buzz. You know what I mean? Like it all makes sense. Um, yeah, and we could do like Raquel dating in the city, Raquel on the Bachelorette, but just the, the kind of the same thing. You know, we said with Brittany, but it kind of also so, like it ties the season up. It kind of ends the season and lets us wrap it up in no bow. It's like, oh, you know, GT Sandy wasted so much money on that engagement. What a bummer! Can you believe that? Like, uh, it's just the whole thing is just like, ugh. like I, even though it's like a life changing thing for Raquel, and it's like this horrible thing that's happening or a good thing however you look at it it's like it's still not enough to like I wouldn't be talking about this at the water cooler in the office let's put it that way like it's just not working it's still not working it's not a good it's like I'm still not interested as Ramona calls it it's not a cool water show yeah right (laughs) oh Ramona oh Ramona um that was another good one to binge. Ultimate Girls Trip. Quick one. Uh, I still haven't started that I need to. It's good. It's fast. Okay. Um, well, so speaking of then, potential next season. So Lala was talking on her podcast about, well, I don't even know if there will be a next season. And if there is, I'm going to have to give it serious pause on whether or not she come back, she said. Hmm. Yeah. wonder... I mean, I mean, now I guess there'll be no wedding. I don't blame her. Of- Honestly, from like a career perspective, like I don't know if it would be good to come on another another season. Like it's before it was like this, like you know, big old hit show. Like now it's a sinking ship. So I, yeah. I would probably consider not going back either. Yeah. And she, I, and I I honestly think that she'll get like she'll be able she'll do work she'll she'll figure something else out. Yeah. She said at the reunion like left her drained, empty, kind of like hollow, numb, and that nobody checked in with her afterwards. She's yeah. like, I thought these people were my friends. She's like, the only one that did was Raquel. So does that mean like Katie didn't? What happened to their best friendship? Yeah, when I heard that, I was like, that kind of broke my heart a little bit. Not that she doesn't deserve it, because I feel like I doubt she really ever made any phone calls when she hurt people's feelings. But um, it sounds like she reached out to James to see if he was okay, but like he didn't reply to her. So I mean, that really, that's all she could expect that James and Katie, because you know, this is part of the up and down she's done with Sheena and Ariana. Talk about them you know behind their backs or on podcasts so that's to be expected obviously mm-hmm. she has, there's no love less for Sandoval she doesn't you know speak very highly of him so who are you talking about who should have reached out yeah 
basically Katie and Tom. It's and James. Yeah. But it will be interesting. So that was an interesting podcast. She had Sophia F on from formerly from Call Her Daddy. Um, so they were talking about it was interesting because you know on that Call Her Daddy a couple years ago they had the girl on that was. Randall's mistress while he was married, the one that got the Range Rover that mm-hmm. Randall that took away, regifted it to Lala. So they were talking about her and how Sophia knows her because they're all from Utah. Yeah, of, so. yeah, crazy. So that was interesting. And they were, the girl was like, you know, that was your first red flag, the fact that he regifted it from another woman. And your second red flag was that you knew he was with her while he was married and that girl DM'd Amber his wife but she thought she could change him like you know she was special or their relationship was different yeah it's gonna be you know same old story so but she's yeah she did call him like Sophia was like have you ever been with like a real shady piece of shit and Lala's like yeah I just was so she did throw some jabs in there oh man Messy, dude. Yeah, and then she was like, I'm sorry, you get one shot. There's no forgiveness because I'm like a fine wine luxury. Yeah, And I was like, well, you're more of maybe a barefoot kind of girl. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'd go that far, Lala. Um, maybe someday. But anyways. Um, yeah, that's... <sighs> I... It'll be interesting. I'm interested to watch to see how it all plays out because time will tell how this is all going to go down. So at least we have something fun to watch in that, you know, arena. Speaking of something fun to watch, Katie's IG story, drunk <gasps> and wasted. Dude. <laughs> um, I just rewatched it. That was crazy. Yeah, it was wild. So Katie went, she like did some Instagram stories tonight and. I saw it first in our group. Shout out to our group for posting it. But um, I was sitting in the parking lot waiting for Ronnie and I screen recorded it. And I was like, I my mouth was open the entire time because I was like, how? Like, it's pretty early here. Like, it was when I, it was like 6 o'clock like it was, or 6.30 or something. It's not like it's like midnight and she's, you know, three sheets to the wind. It was early. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I was, I was shocked. First of all, yeah, I, 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 what, what did you think of that? I mean, <laughs> it was just a lot. Like, whoa! And did you notice? Like, she kept saying, "Like, oh, Sandoval, that's just adorable. It's a huge lie, adorable." But then she put her chin on her hand, you know, like a little, like a Disney princess. Yeah, yeah. And but then she'd forget, and so she'd be talking more, but her hand was still under her chin, like. She, like floating there and then she'd uh, you know dip it down again yeah I kind of felt like she was like vibing like off of seeing herself like her reflection in the video so she would like put her hand up and like be cutesy and then yeah she'd forget and then like then she'd do like a transition like camera thing where she like went out and in it was just like I I, I couldn't I was like this is wild wild Um, so so basically was, the gist of it was she was pissed off about the Watch What Happens live segment with uh, T. Sandy and Ariana, and she wanted to address some of the stuff that was talked about on there. And the first thing was, um, 
I did not even think that this was a jab. I guess it kind of was, but basically T. Sandy, uh, Andy asked T. Sandy, he was like, um, do you think that, you know, Katie really does have experience, um, you know, working in a restaurant? And he's like, I don't know. I mean, you know, and I don't know what's going on in Salt Lake City. And, like, that's pretty much all he said. Like, it wasn't... Park City, yeah. Like, he said, you know, does she have, you know, extensive food service experience? He's like, well, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's... I've never been to Park City. So, so yeah, it was shady, but it wasn't, like you said, it's, like, it, not painful. It like, not, like enough, not enough to address. <laughs> like, I feel like now, like, it, like it, it shows that his, that really stung her, which is, like, we, uh, you know, like, that's weird well she could have said the same thing like okay mr st louis you know what i mean like they're they're both like medium-sized cities it's not like he he was born in the kitchens of new york city or paris like working you know following michelin star chefs at 14 yeah it would just dumb i i just thought it was dumb that she even reacted to that but yeah so then she goes on and she's like and one more thing (laughs) um about me me wanting a storyline that is false that's adorable <laughs> adorable Sandoval. adorable but then she goes on to say like i said i would help and have a story like she basically like confirmed that she did ask for a storyline <laughs> like it was i was like you just said you didn't ask for a storyline but then at the end she admits that she did ask for a storyline but that she also wanted to work there and help. It's like, okay, so you did both. Like, just say that. Like, don't be all, like, crazy. Yeah. Poor Katie. That's funny that it was... I didn't see it till later because I was out, but so she posted that around 6 or something? Yes, uh, yes. Like, I... Well, and I, I watched it after I saw it in our group, so I don't even know... Like I viewed it at so it must have been at like six fifty nine. So you know, I think it was yeah. up for a while before that. So she must be watching the East Coast feed and was already wasted when they were on Watch What Happens. Well, she said she and Bubba were supposed to be on, but but it was from t- was it? Oh, okay. Wait, was this from yesterday? I thought like she literally did it like right now. Maybe I'm. No, like, she did. But Watch What Happens well, was on yesterday. She- yeah, right? the, the the IG story was last night. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought she had did it today. No. Okay. Because I watched it last night. That's why oh, I oh, 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 okay. I screen recorded it last night. Um, why didn't you share it immediately, dude? That shit was gold. We we've got it. We, watched... We've got to put that thing somewhere. It's too good. Yeah, I've got it. Um, I'll just cut it down a little bit. It's like four minutes. Um, we don't need the beginning because she's sober. That part's boring. Um, <laughs> no, she was saying she was supposed to be on Watch What Happens Live, her and Schwartz, but because she's sick, a.k.a. has COVID, um, which is why she didn't film the reunion in person or Schwartz or Lala, which I don't think Lala has it. She, uh, But she was with Katie, so she had to stay, as we mentioned in our emergency podcast. Um, but yeah, so she... So she, yeah, I mean, even even if she did it West Coast time, no, it's still ten o'clock. No, you're you're right. I I, I literally thought that. Um, yeah, I'm looking at it and it says 23 hours ago on the actual thing. I saw it tonight at six. Yeah, I thought that it was like happening in real time. 
Uh, My bad. <laughs> it was good though. I, I so like... we'll post it in the group. Yeah. Um, and join our Facebook group, Vanderpump Rules Party, private closed group, so you can see all the little fun stuff going on. And thank you guys for all your emails. It was overwhelming. Um, for our prize giveaway, which I have all the names now, like literally they've still been trickling in. So um, I've got to get them out to put and draw from and uh, match them up with the prizes in the other draws like bucket hat whatever we do yeah so that will be done tomorrow so i may even just record a little thing and have you upload it with the winners um, yeah just didn't time did not allow for that today because they were still coming in totally um but now we're done and we'll get those going and so you guys i will email whoever wins so that you can send me your mailing address and we can get whatever it is you win sent out ASAP. Yes. All right. Um, cool. uh, shout out to a few birthdays and then I'm ready to get right into it. Sounds good. All right. So uh, we missed on December 2nd, Kimberly Rose. We had on December 4th, Rena Elmer. Big poster. Um, December 6th, happy birthday to Emily DiPietro and Mark McSporin. Up in Canada on December 8th today we have Rebecca Filkowski Yay. Chast- Chastity Davis and Mary Madden all active members in our group happy, happy birthday. birthday and December 10th Daria Jimenez and December 9th Carolyn Henry Stanfield wait she's December 9th she has a sunboard on December 10th and another son child on December 11th well that's like a triple birthday trifecta yeah and then finally on December 15th which is next week we I know we've got another one we'll announce those next week but I put her in this week because Ingrid Bergmark and I always think of Ingrid Bergman when I see this name in our Facebook group Ingrid Bergmark is December 15th but her son turns two on December 11th so happy birthday to all of you guys hope it's good yes episode is there anything else going on no I think that's it okay so this one is called sexy unique feet um every time like I even think of like it's like weird to have any like other like foot feet storyline fetish that's not involving jacks like it just Ah. it seems like we've like already been there done that but um, yeah. like maybe he's the one that bought Ariana. Now he went by hers. <laughs> you never know. He may secretly like be into it. You know, like he doesn't want anyone to know, and he like bought it. You know, like he has angry sex to her feet. And yes, then, like just to piss Sandoval off. He's like, "Fuck you, Sandoval. Fuck both your girlfriends now." Yeah, like he looks at the pictures of her feet and then like uses his little like foot masturbator. Remember that yeah. thing that he got as the gift? You know. <laughs> It's like a little nub foot and you're just like oh yoke, I wasn't can't. that how he and Kristen started they were like laying on the couch and like their feet kind of like wandered over to Ew. their <laughs> I thought that's how it started oh gross 
So, but I'm 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 gonna look into this because I will put my feet in some spaghetti. I don't have a problem with that if I can make some money. Yeah, I yeah, uh, <laughs> I I am interested in it. <laughs> um, actually, we should go on now and see how many they've sold because now it's aired, right? Like maybe yeah. it's going gangbusters now. Yeah, totally. So they start out with an ice bath, which. I mean, we have our version of that going to cryotherapy. Yeah. Uh, which did work. It's just brutal. Um, James is struggling, though. He's being a bit of a pussy. So, hat, you know, hats off to Schwartz, who generally takes that pussy role seriously. Yeah, I he- do have to say that, like, um, as annoying as it is, like how the instructor was like, it's mind over, you know, matter, like you need to just breathe and you can get through it. It really is true. And I learned this um, when I was a junior lifeguard. I did that for until I was 18 years old. Um, I We were doing like a boat rescue out in the ocean and I was with like one other lifeguard and I was freezing. Like I was in the back of the boat, like being like whipped around and it was, you know, like at the beach, it gets cold sometimes. So cold. So I'm yeah. just in my bathing suit and I mean, I was little little back then you know so I was just like I could I was literally convulsing like I was like I could not get myself under control and the guy was like Holly you gotta just breathe like stop shaking and breathe and like I was like oh like I kind of got in trouble you know so I was like and I breathed and seriously like the shivering went away it was the craziest thing and ever since then I've like learned I can do that like in situations where I'm really cold if I control my breathing like I'm not I will not shiver and I'm not cold I mean I live in Southern California so I don't know if that's saying much but (laughs) no actually I was just thinking because I turned on the heat and when you're Skyping, I was thinking, God, remember, like, you used to come over at 11 o'clock at night, and I'd open the door, and I'd be like, oh, my God, it's so cold. How are you doing this? And this is in Southern California. But, yes. Because you know, you'd come over late. Yeah. I live by the beach, so it was really cold. Yes. I mean, not, not like Minnesota cold, but still. I was like, oh, I'm so glad we don't have to do that right now, because it's a little cold out right now. Yeah. I miss um, those days, though, of driving over to your house and podcasting. Like, it was, th- those were the days. I think it's still empty. We probably still could. Yeah. Oh, we <laughs> should. We should go back and see what happens. You have a key. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I should go try. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go by next week when I come up. Yeah, for sure. I have, I have a full itinerary of shit I need to do in the OC because I'm just comfortable there. So nice. I'm like, I'm going to go here, here, here. And then... Um, yeah. Nice. That'll be fun. We'll be podcasting in person, you guys, next week. Yes. So excited. Okay, so the ice bath. Um, I, I feel like I would try it. I don't think I could get – I think I could get in. I don't think I would dunk my head. Yeah, although that can feel really refreshing, like on a hangover. There's nothing better than that. That's so true. So I might dunk my head. And I could imagine, like, you know how, like, when when athletes do it, like, they've worked out, like, so hard, their muscles are so sore, it probably feels really good to get in there and do that little shock to your body. I bet it, that feels really good. Yeah, it definitely helped, like, when we did the cryo, like, my knees and stuff like that. Yeah, muscles. for sure. Um, And then Schwartz stayed in the whole time, but I then I was reminded of, I don't know where I heard this. It was on a podcast or was it on the show? I was like, oh, because he's like used, to, he's conditioned, you know. I mean, yes, he grew up in Minnesota, but like how he said he 
likes or prefers cold hand jobs because yeah. you get them like in the car yeah. in freezing Minnesota. I'm like, oh, all right. So you're conditioned for this. Okay, I get it. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Um, I, I did note, like I, I, I was like trying to ask myself if I was like okay with this or not, but it did like kind of like raise a little flag to me when um when Brock was kind of like you know he's like I brought you know Schwartz here because uh he needs to work on his confidence and James here you know he needs to work on his anger issues um and I I've caught him saying like a couple of things about other cast members too like kind of like he has to for it to work for us he has to kind of nod back to the prior seasons and I just don't know if it's working for me to have him kind of be the um the lesson teacher of the group you know what I mean like he said that about Schwartz later too about well he, he was making fun of Randall which I really appreciated um, but he's like you know he chooses the least competitive person in yes. the group yes exactly but I, then I loved because he followed it up with like that's some real little big man syndrome <laughs> yeah that he did say that <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that too um so someone asked me today and I thought it was a valid point like what is with all this rage and anger that James keeps referencing like where where is this coming from like his life at this point seems to be going great right he's getting DJ gigs all over the place he's in a great relationship with Raquel he just got engaged he's got friends he's part of the group like where like what kind of issues are in his past that are just causing these massive rage attacks that he can't control he's having to go try all these different mechanisms yeah um, that's a very good question I feel like it's a story I I feel like it's a storyline that didn't quite work like James is crazy like we all know like he like he goes crazy but I wouldn't say that like his ang- his anger issue ever I don't know it doesn't stand out to me as like being they- they've tried so it's like James has a drinking problem how many times did they try to get him to get sober for season after season it was just like oh my god now it's an anger thing it's just like ugh, it's I like don't- it, it worked before um, because he had people poke him. He had Kristen trying to take him down. He had Jax trying to take him down. He had people refusing to film with him and excluding him. So that works. Okay. Yes, you're angry. You're fighting back. But now it's just like, now you're accepted and loved by everyone. Your your life's very stable. Like, what what's the deal, man? Do we need to ask mommy? Yeah. I feel like that's what they're wanting us to ask. You know what I mean? It's like... And, and I would love to ask that question. Like, bring, bring her Jacqueline. on. Yes. Bring her up. Bring, bring on her. the queen. That the may, like, queen. that may have been, that may have solved the issue of, like, the no drama this season. Like, she's got it. Bring her on. Yes. So. Like her, and then, I mean, Dana can come on even though there's no Stassi. I want to see drunk Dana and drunk Katie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Together. So, um, I did like, you know, I wasn't sure if I liked Brock kind of acting like he was, like, really helping the boys, but I guess he is. Um, But I did like when he opened up about how, um, you know, 
how hard it was growing up with four fingers as a kid and that kids are cruel. And he tells the story about how um, his family had a dairy farm and how he lost his finger. Um, So that was cool. I mean, and that's where he could relate with James because they were both bullied then as children, as we know. Um, But Brock seems to have gotten over his anger issues from being bullied. So if James, if that's all that's lingering from his past to cause him anger, I guess he hasn't worked through it yet the way Brock has. Yeah. Maybe he needs, um, how can I not remember her name? Kelsey? Kelsey. Kelsey Patel, right? Yes. I think he should try a little Jack's Reiki. A little call me Jason Reiki. Call me Jimmy. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it seems like he's trying everything, so maybe he'll try that next. Yeah. We should refer him to her. So next we have Lisa going over to Lala's house. Um, Which, why? Which felt, it felt weird. Um, not going over to visit and like again why is this scene necessary she she basically came over to look at her dog like just take your dog to a vet okay? yeah so this <laughs> the story that we're supposed to believe is that lala called lisa over because her dog you know her dog who is elderly um and is ill and she just wanted like some advice from someone who is like such an animal person but she walks in and like kind of looks at the dog and then they sit down and act like the dog isn't even there (laughs) and then lala's like oh here's my baby she's like do you want to see the nursery before i hand her off to the day nurse (laughs) like yeah she's a football like here you go that was enough (laughs) yeah but I feel like it's fair because that is how, I mean, Sheena does that with her baby too, hands her off to Erica because they have to film, you know? So yeah. it's like, yeah, I, I get it. Um, yeah, for sure. So then they go and look at the nursery and then they're talking about, I don't even know how this came up. What shaving I, Randall's I'm gonna ass. I'm going to gag. I'm going to gag. And I, then like he bends over and spreads his legs. <laughs> <laughs> I and always then, sound like him. Ah! And then Lisa is, and he's probably like, la, la. Um, <laughs> oh, la, la, yeah, right there, la. Oh, oh God. Take it, take it all off, la. <laughs> so then Lisa's like, ew, why do you do that? And she's like, well, if I have to go down there, you know, and then I'm going to do it. And it's like, oh, okay, I can't, I can't. <laughs> Um, she was like, ew. So during during like their sit down, like you can tell like Lala is trying to be like put together and like show Lisa that like she can host her coming over to her house. And she's like, Lisa, would you like some tea and, you know, uh, um, something to eat? And she has like all these pastries, like croissants and muffins and like, f- like yeah. really. And Lisa's like, um, you don't eat that and look the way you do. There's no way. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> And it was like, yeah, wow, Lisa, thank you. Relatable. Yeah, thank you for breaking the fourth wall on reality. So they end up splitting a pastry, and that's that. Um, So then Lala kind of gives her the rundown and says that she went off at Schwartz at the party um, because, you know, he doesn't back up his wife. And then she's like, oh, and and Lisa's like, what's going on with the smelly feet? (laughs) 
And um, Lala says that she did not participate in the feet pics. Now, the way things have changed, maybe she's going to participate. Maybe she is going to create an account and go ahead and take some feet pics. Well, she certainly should, considering the only person that did reach out to her was Raquel. And here Lala is not willing to do anything for Raquel while Raquel does everything for Lala. So maybe you should have taken some feet pic. Well, I guess she didn't need to because even though she didn't support Raquel, Raquel still reached out to check on Lala. So why didn't Sheena take feet pictures? I don't know. I know. I was wondering why. But I, I did like what she said. I want to see the pics. I mean, unless I have to subscribe. I'm not doing that. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't very nice. <laughs> not very nice, but who wants another subscription? Well, well you're, supposed <laughs> to monthly, su- you're supposed to support your friend's startup business, you know? <laughs> That's true, actually. <laughs> if she wants that support for her home body, then right? she give it to, to feet. What is it? Feet binders. Or <laughs> yeah, wiki feet or something. I don't know. <laughs> So oh. then now they go over to Katie's and um, they're on Feet Finder, Charlie and Katie looking at ideas and then Courtney Berman, the one that took Jackson Brittany's engagement photos. She takes most of the cast photo stuff, really. Mm-hmm. She comes over and Charlie's explaining it to her. She's like, yeah, and they do different things and there's even like a section for nail clippings and Courtney's like, um, I feel like there are limits to things and Charlie's like, there are no limits for this. <laughs> like, appreciate that. I mean, Charlie's very funny when it comes to things like this. Like, cause I feel like, um, you know, like, this could have been, like, a little bit embarrassing for Raquel. Or, like, everyone could have kind of acted like Lala and been like, I'm not doing feet pics. But I like how Charlie just kind of keeps it light. She's cracking jokes. She's, like, not taking herself too seriously. And they're just going to take some disgusting feet pics. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. I, I liked her attitude with this. And I would like my friend to support me like that if I was, you know, like, had an idea like this. Like, I thought it was cool. Totally. Um, now the feed pics themselves were a little alarming, and I don't know if it's my like high def television, but I was like, "Whoa!" Um, I was triggered like right away just by um, like their like when their feet started touching and they were all like giggling about it. Like I I would be out right there. Like I don't want to touch anybody's <laughs> foot, and um, so I, I give them credit all for you know going through with the photo shoot at all. I saw a lot of splotchy spray tan feet, you know, with like patches of white. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I thought, and then there was someone, I think it was Ariana, that had like the marks from like slides. I'd oh, say really? like, I, I have that mark from like my Javiana's a V. <laughs> oh, like a tan line? Uh, no, just from wearing flip flops all the time. I like pretty much have an indent in, a, in the shape of a V on my foot. Oh. This person had the indent of like what the slides would make a mark of you know the two horizontal like oh my gosh that's funny I'll have to I want to go back and watch like if you ever watched or had like tight socks on and then like when you take them off there's like a ring around your ankle yes that's like and I think because I was trying to figure out whose feet were who and I first I thought it was Katie but then Katie had her feet in the spaghetti and the, the nail polish didn't match up with the 
the indented skin. So I, think I am dying. Oh my god, that is hilarious. <laughs> uh, I have pictures. I'll send them to you. That's so funny. I guess I could post those in the group too. So, um, the, so then they did like a little like sexy unique feet moment, you know, like they they love these little one-offs where you know they're walking around they do like a little music video-esque thing um and it and then they show like the dirty feet the clean feet you know all the different types um spaghetti feet spaghetti yeah yeah feet. i mean you know there's something for everyone it's cool um so then raquel announces that tomorrow she's hosting a picnic and um, they kind of flash over, and she created, like, she's like, I created a mood board. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, she did, like, a Pinterest or something. Like, no, she literally, like, <laughs> did, a like, a vision board of what she wanted her tea to look like. And sent it to everyone with their invites. <laughs> like, wear this. Which, I mean, like, I think that's helpful. Like, I would love to know, like, what the party's aesthetic was going to be, because it would help me know what to wear. Um do you remember during quarantine, like when um when everybody was like super locked down and super bored, um Raquel was doing like wrapping with Raquel, and like she would show you how to wrap oh, like yeah. a, a cute Christmas present or something. I really enjoyed that shit. I think she should bring it back. <laughs> you should message. I'm gonna message her and say, Raquel, can you give me some inspiration for Christmas wrapping? True. Good timing. Yeah. Good timing. Um, so, yeah, so they plan the party. Charlie then kind of discusses about the pattern she's seeing in Sheena regarding friend loyalty and how she didn't say anything when their Aussie friend grabbed her. Um, so she said she's going to, like, have it or, like, bring it up, I guess, at this tea party, probably. Okay. I feel like it's, like, an okay time to discuss, like, do you think that do you think Sheena should have said something in that moment? Like Um Okay, it was interesting because Michaela was over and she was like, I don't think I think maybe Charlie's reacting. I think they're hard on Sheena because I don't know if Sheena even saw it. And then as Sheena says, Well, you already kinda handled it, so what was I supposed to do? Like yeah, I had have... she finished the episode and kind of changed her mind. Like, go ahead. Like in the moment, like of like watching, like not I'm not even talking about like this week's episode, but like when it happened last week, um, I remember I was just like super proud of Charlie for saying what she did and kind of like establishing that boundary right away. And I I thought that the guy retracted his hand and obviously yeah. stopped what he was doing too. So I was super proud of her as a woman, like being like, way to go. Like, I mean, I'm like looking up to her as into how to handle something like that because I may have not said something and ex- and like wanted my friends to say something. So I think like she, by taking step one of saying something was amazing. Um, and then like, I just have to raise the question of like, is she as, as mad at her boyfriend as she is at Sheena? You know, because he also didn't react. You know, she kind of, like wanted him, you know she's like he's gonna kick your ass like and he didn't kick anybody's ass so he was inside though he didn't see it he came out after that happened i know but still like i like i think she would have yeah. like you know like sheena could have addressed it anytime and he probably could have addressed it anytime too like it was just yeah so well, I, I think she did handled it great and then the guy respected that so there was nothing yes further to so handle. i 
my initial feeling also is like if I I just had like if I was Sheena or even if I was myself I don't know if I would have spoken up on her behalf because I really thought that she had it I might have gone up to her and been like are you okay but I don't know if I would have said anything to the guy yeah I think it I think what it is is maybe kind of a subconscious culmination of the other stuff that's been bugging Charlie about Sheena in that, you know, she wants she wants her friends to do, well, well like she said, called her a friendship dictator. She wanted, um, you know, when Sheena's fighting with Lala, she wants everyone to have her back against Lala. She does. But then, so then everyone looks like the bad guy and Sheena goes, makes up with Lala and you're stuck holding the bag, still looking like the bitch. Yeah. So I think she was frustrated about that. And then that had already happened as well with Danica. So I think there was all these little things that were in Charlie's mind. So then this was just kind of like the last straw. Mm-hmm. While maybe it wasn't as big of a deal as like, you know, it was just that one incident. I think it was just the icing on the cake of other stuff that had been percolating. I agree. That's true. And I was thinking back to that and that was very valid. And that's where like Michaela finished the episode and kind of changed her mind because she was bringing up those points and I remember that with Danica because, you know, she still worked with her at the time and she would like like a post and she was like, why are you liking her posts? And, you know, it's like, oh, okay, so I can't do that to my coworker. You know, you have to pick a side. And so, I, yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, you don't tell Ariana who to be friends with. But um, I mean, I don't know. Ariana has her back for sure. But remember a couple seasons ago when like, Ariana wanted didn't want Sheena to be friends with Kristen. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, kind of it's interesting. It's I I think that Charlie brought up a valid point. I yeah, I don't know. We'll get more into it, but yeah. Um Okay, so now we go over to the, over to the another, tattoo place. Another um scene with our main cast member Lisa. Lisa. <laughs> um and this not only was this scene ridiculous, I also this whole... feel. Don't you feel like with how many times Lisa has appeared this season, she's really losing her magic? Like, um, yeah. I feel like before when like she would come in, it was like this fabulous moment of her, you know, in like one of her pussy blouses and her bag and her dog and Ken. Like, it was like she would walk in and everyone would be like, "Stop talking here." She can't. You know what I mean? Like with her showing up so much and being like so chummy with them it's really like i'm i'm getting too used to her and it's i'm not feeling like magical anymore yeah the magic's gone the fairy dust it's no longer sprinkling and that's sad like she she's lisa vanderpump like uh, yeah so okay so here we are in the you know in the tattoo parlor and i can't believe she's on board with like enforcing this like they should have just joked about it or what actually could have been funny was him getting a henna tattoo of it, like freaking Katie out. But, oh, ha, ha, it's just temporary. And then it would be so creepy and ridiculous. Like, hey, Lisa, you really want him to have that on his ass? Like, that's a little creepy and inappropriate. B, like, this is just, I mean, come on. How can you take him seriously? Like, I also feel like, like... I don't know this I'm probably being a dick right now but have you ever had like when like you know like that a, 
a dorkier guy likes you and like you can like you can like flirt with him and like he will literally do anything you know like yeah. you're never gonna do anything but you're just like yeah. you know like that it feels like that's what she's Ego doing trip. to him yes yeah. like like Flattery. she like she's just like he worships her and she's taking advantage it's like later when we talk about the whole like randall wanting something on the menu it's like literally lisa you're doing the same thing like you are like taking advantage of his body true yes good point so i don't know what we also didn't need like talk about the three minute greeting your dog scene we (laughs) didn't need the replay of the full ping pong game oh okay after after they did like one swing on the ping pong table i mean okay yeah i remember that but then it you're right it went like with like 17 swings and like even when she's picking up the ball it's like i don't need to see her pick up the ball it was the whole scene again. <laughs> oh. I was like, come on. Like, I don't want to see Lisa Vanderpump hunched over trying to hit the ping pong ball. Like, it's, again, the magic is being wiped Twice. away. Like, I yes. want to see her sipping some tea like she does or driving in her expensive car or, like, you know, trying to, like, bathe her swans or something. Yeah. And then on top of that, to get... You're getting this tattoo, but it was it couldn't have been any shittier. It was like horrible lettering. It was I lit- I had to pause it because I was like, does that say Lisa or like lip? LVP. And then I was like, that but is the, the the V is like the, half of it's missing. The V was horrible, and then the color they chose, like, yes. like that's not even like we all know that Lisa Vanderpump loves pink. You know, it's like she her nickname is Pinky. Why are why did they use red? Yeah. He, it did look like a vein and that was like and then once she said that and it like zoomed in on his shaved ass <laughs> and I was just like completely grossed out and I feel truly horrible for Katie. Yes, I do too. When she's like no, no, no. I was like yeah, I'm with you here. <laughs> I even feel bad for the dogs that he greets for 3 minutes. Like I just feel bad all around. <laughs> oh my gosh! Liz tells her that he did another bet, and he may have to put oh a God. a placement like an Emmett jerk on the Tom Tom menu. And it's like God, Randall's ego is just so like. But his why? Ur- I was like, why does Lisa assume that? I mean, I guess it's true. But why did she assume that that it would be a Tom Tom menu item? Like he's creating a brand new restaurant. Couldn't he put it at his other place that she's not? And that's- yeah, that's where it should be. Yeah, so why was she like, a Tom Tom? It's like, he has another place, Lisa. It could go on that menu, so calm down. But he didn't correct her. So. I know. I was and like, then he presented the Tom Tom menu with it. I was I, like, no, I was, I was absolutely like, that it seems like such a stupid decision. Yeah. All uh, right, we go to the tea party. Okay, so this tea party, I thought it was adorable. Um, it looked like they were like filming at the park right by like Raquel's apartment. There's like a little park right there, but I could be wrong. Um, and we see Paige, who I've been dying to see show up. You know, I've been following her Instagram for a while. Um, and she's introduced as like Raquel's friend. Um, Lala shows up in a baby girl tank top. <laughs> 
Like literally like a like a bodysuit basketball jersey baby girl tank top and all the other girls are in like little tea dresses or like Ariana in her uh, fairy Cup- cupcake dress <laughs> pip- pixie what's the what's that fairy's name Tinkerbell yeah Tinkerbell dress I mean uh, I thought they all looked then, adorable and then she had like a black skirt with like little flowers but it was like black and white like way to really embrace the floral theme here Lala yeah and she's like I don't have anything like that it's like yes you do yeah you do oh come on when she's like do I look like a bitch that has a puppy you know it's like um it's like we've, we've seen, seen yeah we've seen you at um the girls night out for see you next Tuesday and you were like literally in a fluffy see-through robe so and it had like it was like tutu-esque how about that one one-legged ruffle monstrosity like a nude <laughs> tool and then that other thing she wore in, oh she wore that in Paris too but we've seen her in some frilly monstrosities yeah so. she's just bucking the system you know like she was just trying to like come not dress this to be like I don't dress like that Ariana but- was not a fan of that comment did you watch watch what happens live no, I, I didn't hear that part. Oh, yeah, you did I, it? No, I watched, but I didn't see that. Oh. You watched when she imitated her, too? Like, she puffs out her lips and, like, crinkles her face, and it's like, mm, I turned, I'm a bad bitch. I turned it off, like, I forget what Sandoval, oh, it was, like, Sandoval's little part of answering a bunch of questions, and I was, like, done. I made it through, like, half of it, I think. Oh, well, the, it's, like, in the second section, so it's good when she goes off about Lala. Oh, okay, cool. Because, kind of juicy um <clears throat> okay so what else and then, like even Raquel calls her on her shit she's like I mean I sent you my mood board to tell you basically what to wear and yeah yeah cause there's nothing like she Lala reminds me of one of those girls who like let's say that we all got that invitation and we all show up in like a floral sundress and then like some guys come or something and then she shows up in her her basketball jersey and she's like like just to the guys guys like I don't I don't have like a dress like that like I don't care like I don't care to like I'm not trying to like impress anyone in my tea dress like I just like to like vibe out in my jersey and you know like trying to impress the guys it's like Lala like yeah you look dumb like the guys like the dresses like it's fine yeah clearly I was very triggered by that um (laughs) so they bring up the fact that their feet finder has zero sales so far um, and then, oh yeah, we flash over to James's scream therapy, and I just wrote, "I don't care." Next, let's yeah. go back to the park. Yep. So, <laughs> so she- yeah, Sheena's like, my boyfriend is um, starting a business. It's called Homebody, um, and he's been putting every penny. I thought that was kind of mean. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> he's putting not every dollar she's like he's putting every penny into oh. it <laughs> Jeez. oh subconscious yeah slip. but then she does what sheena does being the best boyfriend cheerleader in the all of the world she is the true world champion not you randall she's a world champion of supporting your boyfriend she's like brock is the most passionate driven person i've ever met so it's like who doesn't want sheena as a oh 
Um, well, Lala dressed as a cheerleader too, so we have we have yeah, but Sheena actually is a cheerleader. Yeah, we have Sheena, uh, the verbal cheerleader, and we have Lala, the one who dresses up. Which we know for a fact that Randall is into dress up, you know, role play. So I feel right. like that is, you know. Did you hear the part on Watch What Happens Live when they're? Um, one of the questions was, "What? How was Kristen a better girlfriend to Sandoval than you are, Ariana?" Yes. And she's like, well, she's more eager to please. And Santa will even nod. So I thought that was funny. It yeah. just reminded me of like Sheena-esque because Sheena's very eager to please as well. Yes. As the role of a girlfriend. That's right. Which is great. Yeah. Um, okay, so back so, to the, the homebody thing. So basically Sheena's saying like, um, you know, Brock is like super passionate and driven and he's put everything he has into you know what he's doing and he would really like the support of everybody to come out um, to this photo shoot he asked all the girls and then he mentions that he asked James um, and that's when shit hits the fan (laughs) James, James responded for free and then he told Raquel not to do it for free. And uh, he's all, "Don't, yeah, don't text him back yet." Um, now I, I feel like this is very on brand for James. Like, I know we never exactly experienced this, but I feel like you and I, Sarah, were close to experiencing him asking for money to be on our podcast. I really do. I feel like if we would have like got to that point with him, that he definitely would have requested money. Don't, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. Was that hinted at with Paul? Yes. Too? Yes. Yeah. I feel like it's like very much in the family, you know? Oh. <laughs> Which, hey, I mean, I like, I don't think like, it, it never hurts to ask, you know, like if you can get paid for something, but I do feel like it was like a little tacky, like, like everybody said, like, it's a startup business, like, help Brock out, like, is it really going to hurt you to, you know, do, you know, help him out, oh, make yeah. a, a post, do a photo shoot, you know? Like, it, Ariana said, they all, like, when he comes out with a new song, they all promote it on their Instagrams for free. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like the same thing you do, you know, you do it once or twice. You support cool. your friends, like, especially your <coughs> yeah. cast members. Yeah, so it's not a big deal. I wonder what if what if we would be like, we'll give you eighty five dollars if you come out our podcast. Yeah, I know. I, I wonder what the number would have. Yeah, what would have made him? Ha- I feel like we even looked it up, didn't we? Look up like his DJing fee, and we were like, we could swing. Like it was like really low at the time because this yeah. is when he was like totally blacklisted and like he wasn't able to. He was not performing at sir or anything like that he was like busted and so we're, we looked at the fee and it was like i swear to god it was like a thousand yeah or two thousand yeah say we for our premiere party but i think it, it was the problem was the venue we, we could get him but <laughs> we could get the like, venue to have a dj yeah you know what i mean yeah like that was that would have broke the bank but that's funny but we did look into it <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. So then Charlie brings up the dude to Sheena and she just kind of looks like, you know, stunned and like, oh God, here we go again. People coming for me at a tea party. 
and just kind of explained it. Lala was like trying to stick up for Charlie, saying, This girl's been loyal to you and had your back, which was true. It was a good point because she always has. Uh, but it's just all a little too overwhelming. I was I was actually a little um I was like kind of surprised when Lala came in on on this. I was like, "Oh shoot." Like cuz um Charlie's been doing that all season for Sheena, I felt like, or for, you know, whoever right. she's kind of that's kind of the role she's been taking. And so to hear Lala take that, I was like, "Okay, I see what they're doing here. They're like showing us how it works so I don't know I thought that was interesting um and I'm also if there is a season another season like I'm interested to see Lala um you know how she acts with her friends without a dude like I I just I, I would like to see that because like Sheena mentioned before Lala was super fun when she lived in in Sheena's, in Sheena's apartment complex and stuff like she was I mean she also was not sober so that was probably another thing that was you know why she was so wild but I don't know so that's kind of it they just decide no more tea parties for Sheena Um, kind of table it and then okay I have the next scene is like hilarious I don't know if you caught it but they go over to Katie's house so you know they're just like walking in LA da, 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 whatever the normal music is and then all of a sudden they go to Katie's house and they have her in the kitchen and the background music suddenly changes and it's like this ominous like doomsday music and it's like and then there's Katie like shuffling through her kitchen it was like it really like sets a tone subconsciously in you because the music can really con- like do a little mind control. Yeah, it it is wild what the music can do. That's what Clearly, I I did not notice that. Yeah, and then Ari- that's when Ariana comes over. And and yeah, so they uh, Ariana is asking her to um, help her put a drinking game like a never have I ever or dares or something into her subscription box and Katie is like totally happy to help and it was cute I thought it was like a cute moment between them like they you know they get along and they like each other's ideas and they started vibing right away and they did some throwback you know things to like never have I ever taken my sweater off in a parking lot in Vegas you know classic vpr trivia yeah which is good and that would be fun in the drink kit absolutely um, you know i i do have an i think that i had this before this episode but it's something we gotta do and i'm not gonna say it on here because someone will steal the idea but i gotta make a note so that i can tell you because i think we should it would just be super fun and it could sell like crazy but even if it didn't it would make the best gift for people in our group yes um and even if it's like a homemade version of it i don't care yeah for sure okay so katie is basically just like talking about her sandwich shop and how she basically just wants to live in a nancy myers film i do feel like i i was happy that ariana kind of brought this up because you know despite the fact that uh, Katie said today on her Instagram story that 
this wasn't a storyline that she was doing and all this stuff. It doesn't quite make sense. Like, I'm not fully on her side to be part of this business with Tom and Tom. It feels, once again, kind of like a, a them project. I I wish that we were able to see Katie kind of wanting to be more independent and starting that sandwich shop if that's what she wants to do. Like, I, how awesome would it be to see her, like, single-handedly open a sandwich shop without, you know, having to use two people, the Toms, you know? Like, she totally could do it. I, I wish that she believed in herself a little bit more. I mean, what's Tom going to contribute anyways? He's going to be at the door like, oh, hi. That's yeah. It. But I, like, I get it. Like, there's been times where I can't start something Unless, like, I have somebody there to, like, I don't even need their help. It's like, I just need them to be there. It's very bizarre. You know, it's like, I feel like it's like an anxiety thing or something. But I I wish that, I wish that she would, like, get that vision together and just do it. Because I actually could see that working. Yeah. Really quick, um, just to break in, um, some of our listeners are very concerned about who is going to get Raquel and James' dog, uh, Graham, an adorable little puppy that they got together. He's the cutest little dog. And Raquel has now updated everybody on Twitter and said that Graham is with her parents temporarily in Arizona. So everybody, Graham is okay. He's in Arizona with the Graham parents. And I'm sure that... um, you know, James and Raquel will figure out custody of the puppy. Yeah. <laughs> I well, I love that kind of dog. I decided. Like, I know. It's a golden doodle. Yeah, so cute. Well, that's good. I see her getting him. Mm, yeah. I don't Kinda know. Like James. So. James really liked it. I yeah. It'll, it'll be interesting to see. He did, but he just. He travels too much, and because I, I like I know in the beginning, like for Kristen Doty, like that was a big deal with Carter. I think like the splitting of the dogs, and then like slowly, I think it gets better. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, they did the shared custody thing, which is why they kept lingering See, and sleeping yeah, together. Yeah, but time heals, so hopefully. So then he comes okay. in onto their game, and he's like, "Oh, never have I ever." lied to my wife this morning and and again like it's it just made me cringe because I was just thinking please don't let any of my friends be flipping through to be watching this right now like it's so dumb and like I you guys this like I every time we get we'll get like a comment that says you guys don't even like this show why are you podcasting on it like I am literally mourning my show like something has happened to it and it's vi- it, like it hurts me to the core so when stuff like this happens I'm just like oh at the TV yeah it's like oh but I, I she's like you do not give me precedence for anything and he's like oh Bubba that's out of necessity like on a professional a professional level not an emotional level Bubba and she's like shut up no no, no, no. That was Yeah. Oh, oh but but no. Some but, of the way uh, that like I don't know what I would do if Chad answered me the way that that like the the responses God. he gives make me want to just like run my head into the wall. Yeah. And like 
tear up the marriage license and be like, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. Yeah. Or just like look at like get like really close to their face and be like, are you insane? Like, do you hear yourself? Like you listen to yourself. You have to listen for a second. Like I like it's like completely gaslighting. Like it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, he made her like he he ruined her edit or like he he turned her into what she is because how could she not yeah like just to be constantly like exactly <laughs> it's, just... it's true yeah so then we go over to yet another pickleball scene because back by popular demand that's what we've all been demanding from production it's more pickleball more randall yeah. It's like, oh, and then he flies in American Idol runner-up. And I'm thinking, don't you owe some people some money? But I saw some funny comments in, like, the groups. It's like, oh, I guess he couldn't swing Taylor Hicks. <laughs> like, like, people that, you know, couldn't afford Ruben Stuttered. Um, I don't I don't know who this person was. I stopped watching Idol. I was, um, like, trying to look up Lala's assistant, you know, like, to to see who she was and like what her what her deal is people are not responding well to her yeah uh, i saw that that's why i was like curious so um i don't even know if it was the right girl but some jessica on um lala's page if you go on there was like worked for the show and was like has a ton of pictures with that guy so it seems like she had a connection to him and so like it oh it looked like yeah I mean, maybe okay. that's me grasping at straws, but i that's what I saw. That tracks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, people aren't... I don't know if she's her official co-host or just... I don't know, but people are like, who's that new co-host? She's. I saw so many comments, but also heard it from people like, you know, in person. They're like, she is so far up her ass. Her, her lips are so brown. She's just su- such a kiss ass. I mean, so... That sucks. Like, I I feel bad. Like, like, you know, it always sucks getting reviews like that. But I feel like there's kind of a problem when someone has a podcast and they jump around to their guests, but then they start using someone regularly, but they don't, like, completely announce that they're, like, the co-host. I feel like it creates um, room for these kind of critiques. You know, like, everybody still likes Lala, but they're critiquing this other person, and sometimes that's not fair because this girl is probably doing so much work and, you know, hustling, and she probably, you know, and maybe she is annoying, but I don't know. It's it's It sucks. Sheena kind of did that a lot. Like, she wouldn't necessarily say someone she was her co-host, but then eventually she would, but then they would be gone. And so then it's like, like she, that was with Janet, and Jamie, and then she would eventually, but then they'd be gone and then it's Brock. So is Brock the new co-host? Oh no, wait, like it gets confusing. If yeah, yeah, I feel like, I feel like someone like that, that jumps, should just be like, I do not have a co-host. This is my podcast. And just every week, just introduce that person as being their guest, you know, like even, and then if they get accused for repeating, so be it, but at least do it like that. You know I mean, what I mean? It's her, it's her assistant and maybe Lala just doesn't feel comfortable sitting and talking to herself by herself, you know, as some podcasters do. Like, yeah. You know, Danny Pellegrino does it by himself. Yeah, and I also, Annabelle. yeah, and I feel like, um, 
she's in like a super delicate state right now, you know, and it's like if that's what she needs to get it done is to have her assistant sit there, like go yeah. ahead. But I, I feel bad for the assistant getting so much hate because, you know, she probably doesn't mean to be unlikable. <laughs> I don't know. Or kiss, uh, you know, kissing up. But yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's her assistant. So, of course, that's your job to do that. If it was her co-host, it would be ickier. Yes. Now you're just like thirsty. Exactly. But, you exactly. Know, you, ha- you have to kind of suck up to your boss. Yeah. Um, unless you've got like a real, I don't know, banter, like a Lisa and Schwartz. Yeah. <laughs> And there's some people that that can co-host that come on like that that are just awesome. Like I've listened to other podcasts where they'll have a, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, like that person's all, like some people are just great at podcasting, you know, or they come off super likable. So thank you. I, yeah. I mean, you haven't said that about me in a while and I just really <laughs> appreciate the shout out. <laughs> I know that's who you had in mind when you were just saying that. I mean, I feel like we're so lucky from day one, we just vibed, you know? But I'm actually the more likable one. Yes, absolutely. You really are. I mean, (laughs) you're my favorite person on the podcast. (laughs) I don't know because I don't listen to it. (laughs) I like someone will say something and I'll I'll have forgotten. And I'm like, oh, I I haven't. Or they're like, the sound is really good. Or your voice sounded really cool. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I didn't listen. I'm like, I used to listen, but I'd have to be drinking to listen. Yeah. To tolerate myself. Yeah. So yeah, I I had to find something. So I had to to play a clip the other week. And that's when I was like horrified and having a a meltdown about my voice. And I was texting Holly and I was like, oh my God, it sounds like a Muppet. Oh my (laughs) gosh. Yeah, I. I mean, dude, you get compliments on your voices like every single email that we get. So no, but I feel like I've been doing Peter too much, where it just stuck, and so now my voice is actually turned into Peter's voice, like bad karma or something. That's funny. So that's where I'm at. But sorry, you guys. Hope you like Peter because we do. We love him. That's the new co-host of this podcast, Peter. Oh God, could you Uh. imagine? Uh, how do you, how do you, uh, how ha- do you know me again? Yeah, what is this about? <laughs> um, I don't watch the show. What are, what are we doing? <laughs> uh, right, so, okay, so over to the stupid pickleball. Um, I like the Sheena talking to Brock about the James thing. She's like, because you know, I never really see her rip on him, and so this was because it's so perfect, it's so spot on. So he just thinks people want to throw money at James Kennedy, and like, and I'm like, he does kind of think that way. Like he has a very high image of it's like most people don't know who you are, James. You know yeah. what I mean? Like most people have heard of Jax over you. Yeah, I would venture to guess. I feel um, like he's worked very hard, like at making us all say like. We hardly ever to say James. We always say James Kennedy, and that's because he's conditioned us to be like, it's James Kennedy here. I mean, he says his full, he tries to like market himself every single chance he gets. Like, he is manifesting the crap out of being famous, you know? Well, and you can tell, like, he need, he was, you know, insecure. He needed, like, what he thought was, like, American royalty or a Hollywood name, just choosing Kennedy, because that's not actually his name. Mm hmm. It's not even his middle name, right? Either. I don't think so. Isn't it's it James Georgia Giorgio? 
but yeah. I don't know his middle name. I thought it was like James Michael or something, but maybe I'm losing it. Find out. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure someone's yelling through the at their car right now, like I know it. Um, I I think maybe there'd only be one person that would know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never know. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I mean, we knew it. I just can't remember it right now. Okay. Well, so, um, yes. So Brock calls, says that basically Randall has little man syndrome on steroids. So, because yeah, he flew in the pro players to compete against Schwartz. So I, I feel like he was right in that assessment. Yeah, I mean, I. I'm glad that somebody said it, I guess. Um, we, we've all been thinking it, and we've all been wondering, like, why Why in the editing has, like, Randall not been roasted at all? Like, he's, he's like, a pretty funny... Like, you could make fun of him pretty easily, and they've really never taken a shot at him, ever. Because so, he threatens to sue everyone. Like, even that Sophia girl on Lala's podcast said he DM'd her threatening to sue her when she had Angie on, the oh, other yeah. mistress. Mm-hmm. He threatens to sue everybody. Um, and some of the girls had said that too, that, you know, had come forward. So that's probably why. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, uh, what, what happens? Charlie and Raquel skip the pickleball and work out instead. And that's when they're kind of talking about Sheena and how they both have experienced Sheena wanting to dictate kind of like, don't be friends with Danica. Don't be friends with Lala, and that that kind of thing. And so they and they do. They just kind of fall in line because they pick, you know, what's more important to them. So that I think provided some of the framework t- to help explain how Charlie's been feeling. So yeah, that's important. And we've seen that happen on social media, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just, I don't know how I feel about this whole, like, I completely get what Charlie's saying, and I've seen how Sheena has acted in the past, but I just, it seems, yeah, I don't know, it's just, like, it's not working for me, like, and normally I would love a fight like this, but for some reason, like, I'm just not, I don't oh, yeah. care, I don't care. And I, and I, that's a real bummer because, you know, I know a lot of people have been like, I don't like Charlie or Charlie doesn't fit in or they don't like that she's so much younger than everybody. They don't think it works. Um, I like Charlie. I am not like dissing on Charlie at all, but I do agree that there's something that isn't working. I don't think it's her fault. I think that she's coming in trying to do a job that they're asking her to do, which is to kind of play the Stasi role of kind of stirring things up and, um, you know, she's really trying to step into that, but for some reason it's not working. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's a bummer. Yeah. Well, they needed someone, you know, to film with Raquel, someone else that worked at the restaurant, someone close to her age, because, well, I mean, I guess they all do socialize. I know James and Raquel and Charlie and her boyfriend hang out with Sheena and Brock, who are... I still don't like yeah they socialize for the show you know what I mean like they're they all know what they're doing um but they said they were like coming to San Diego like every couple weekends and mm -hmm. like they were posting at Viejas or at her house they're trying they're no 
I mean, no, I think they do. But I think that, like, I would be doing that, too, if I was trying to, to be on a show to show that, like, we, we hang out. You have you're, to. And, and you're building your team. You're solidifying your strong team yes. now that the players have changed. Which, again, like, I feel like it's kind of unfair to single Sheena out for this behavior because I think oh. that every single one of them have this behavior because you have to on a reality show. Oh, it's you, the whole show. So, yeah. it, like, I feel like I feel like when Sheena it's was just like Sheena's turn. Yes, and and I feel like when they were calling her out, she was kind of sitting there looking at them like, "You're kidding, right?" Like, literally, we all do this, but she they kind of caught her at a spot where she couldn't say anything because you know, like they're yeah. filming. So I, I, it just felt it didn't work for me because it's like they all do that. We we've known that, you know, like it's. Yeah. We're not dumb. And let Sheena have her team. She's never had a team. She's always the odd man out. So let her have her team this season. And I did think that it was a really big comeback where, um, you know, Charlie was like, you you have, like, done nothing for me, you know, since blah, 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 blah. And she's like, I just had a baby. I had a baby two months ago. I'm sorry I haven't been calling and reaching out to you and been there for you. And I thought we really do have to remember that about Sheena and Lala. They literally just gave birth. And the fact that they are showing up on this filming schedule, doing all of these ridiculous parties, like my hat yeah. is off to them because that could not be easy. So I think That's we a lot of work anyways. Yeah. So I, I say we cut them a little break and regroup, you know? Yeah. Yep. So then Brock calls James out for this and he's like, well, I'll just, I'm supposed to do this for free. He's like, what are you going to do for me? And Brock's like, well, whatever. If this is tit for tat, then just forget it. He's like, I thought you'd do it as my friend, just as I've been going out of my way to be a friend to you. Um, and James is getting all hyped up. And Lala actually, like, she's like the Raquel, the James whisperer. She's like, calm down, take it down a level. Because he did overreact. He just went like... And Katie, too, was like kind of like there to like stop yeah. the crit, the, which I was like shocked about. Yeah. Did you She's notice, like, did you, you, did you notice though, like when this kind of got brought up, like when Lala was standing there with James and I forget who else was standing there, but they bring it up, you know, they're like, she's like, why, why won't you do the, the photo shoot with Brock? Like, what's the problem? And he's like, well, Brock, get over here. Like he called, I don't know what accent that was, but he's like, call, like he, Brocky. Yeah, he, like, called Brock over right away. And I was like, oh, wow, like, did something did something happen that we don't know? Like, is like did Brock misinterpret what was said? But it didn't sound like it. He just, James just stepped to him right away. He was obviously yeah. not intimidated by Brocky boy. Well, he kept changing his story, though. He's like, I didn't say that. I said, just wait till I get home. Okay, I did say, we're not going to do it for free. Okay, I said, we'll decide to get, you know, like. Yeah, hey, he totally was caught red-handed, yeah. So pickleball's over, whatever. Randall's like, ah, so obnoxious when they go to Tom Tom and he brings that obnoxious trophy of like taking out half the lights of Tom Tom. But he's literally like strolls in screaming, "Victory, victory! The world champion has arrived!" It's like, shut up! People are trying to enjoy their eighteen dollar cocktails. Yeah, I need you screaming like a. Ugh, I don't know how she's done it so this long with that voice i have never understood that from the beginning and now from what i understand the hairy ass <laughs> oh both sides both sides are annoying yes 
So there's that. They are, I guess, celebrating at Tom Tom. Ariana's excited because someone bought a picture of her feet. And then Charlie and Sheena go talk this out. And they really kind of work it out. Like, I feel like Sheena heard Charlie's perspective. And I thought Charlie was very calm and explained her side. When yeah. Um, I have to say, like, that's one of the things about Sheena is she once she kind of has like a one-on-one and a chance to hear someone else's side, she's usually pretty quick to say sorry and fix it. Um, you know, like once it's brought to her attention. So I appreciate that because I don't think that's easy to do. And she doesn't proactively put herself in other people's (laughs) shoes or look through their lens. Um, cause I just think she's not thinking about it. Yeah. If it's brought to her attention, then she, genuinely hears it yeah and i think she she tries so i mean time will tell if she changes or whatever but um i appreciate again and i i liked the the stuff that charlie was saying about friendship too because it's true it's like it's not easy to tell to bring that up to sheena and say that that hurt her but she was able to do that and then you know how she referenced like she wants if she does say that she wants it to be a safe space in the friendship where they can fix things otherwise what's the point of the friendship so i thought that was really cool and i was happy with you know that they fixed it yeah i i really got to give it to charlie though for the um rebuttal when she was explaining and she was like what this is all because of danica a really really shitty person oh literally i like wanted to like hail mary when i heard her say this i know what you're gonna say keep going like why do you want to hang out with a shitty horrible bad person and Charlie's like but you hang out with Jax and he's a bad person who said shitty things about us like meaning her and Raquel because he did it was like mic drop I was like yes like that was such Sheena was just like stunned stunned yes because it's true and And Lala said shitty things about Raquel and Charlie as well yeah and to be yeah to be fair um, I feel like it's one of Sheena's like flaws and also something to love about her is she does go back to people who say really horrible things about her. So I like I, I completely get what Charlie's saying. Like Charlie went through all of the emotions with Sheena, you know, of how people were treating her. And then she sees, you know, how she just quickly, you know, goes back to them. So I'm I'm glad it got brought up. And hopefully, you know, Sheena's more aware of that now. Yeah. So. Um, that's it. I mean, I had there's a couple other things that happen on Watch What Happens Live that we have. Um, uh, I, someone wrote in a question to us. Let me ask you because it's kind of like Watch What Happens ish too. Okay, so it's a two part question. First uh, question or comment is: If Raquel didn't have enough money for her nose, how did she afford the tea party? Yeah, I thought about that too. And like, wouldn't she be saving every penny for? your nose but this has got to be production I, I guess paid because they and needed it, and like it really wasn't that intricate like it was just a table set at a public park with like some china like I, I have literally rented yeah. stuff like that before and it like was like 50 bucks or something for me to have it for the day you know it's not it's not that expensive yeah she had the two little party planners but they could have been like free for a plug yeah you know? for sure and 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 even the I don't know if they said who catered it made the little boxes that were really cute 
that could have been part of that as well. Yeah. Or discounted and then production. So, okay. But it, it was a good thought. Yeah. The other question that I will pass to you, Sarah, because I don't know, is um, how do so many of Randall's actors get to be a guest bartenders on Watch huh. What Happens Live? Yeah. And like actors you've never seen or heard of before. 100%. Yeah, we don't know that answer because we just don't get it. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't their formula for for guests don't always seem to make I mean, sense to us. They it could also be a send in your headshot cuz Andy does tend to yes, only put people he's attracted to in that position and I'm sure just it just adds a little oh it and you know, I feel there's a stack of five, and then this guy's been in a Randall movie. He's gonna pick that guy. And I feel like when he doesn't like the bartender, like when it's somebody else's guest, and you know, it's like someone that he like. Yeah. Like then he's it's like annoyed with them. He's like, brother. okay, so what do you think? Oh, like he's like he's almost like borderline rude to them. You know, it's like ugh, like I wouldn't even want to deal with that. Yeah, he only likes hot men or drag queens. Yes. Um, or like some random pop culture person from the 70s or something yeah totally so he asked a question who were they more surprised about or who were they less surprised about breaking up Lala and Randall or Raquel and James and they said they were less surprised about Lala and Randall they said it together and they said it pretty eagerly like um I was yeah um I was thinking of in the way that they answered, it kind of let me know that like Lala's completely over it and that they were not going to be hurting her feelings with that answer. Like I, you know what I mean? Like I exactly. felt like the answer was very telling and very quick. Yes. Yes. They no hesitation. They did not skip a beat. Um, and then the only other thing is, I guess would just be to defend Schwartz and Sandy's from, the perspective of a I mean I assume they couldn't do anything with Tom because that would piss Lisa off but also he's right there's Tom Tom maps GPS there's Tom Tom coffee shoes toothpaste and he said their friends don't call them Tom they call them Schwartz and Sandoval so uh, you know I get why they're not doing any kind of a, a Tom thing um, still not you know no one's crazy about Schwartz and Sandys but is what it is it's done so we just accept it and move on it kind of is growing on me like I don't, yeah, I don't know I don't what's wrong anymore. with me but like now like I want to go to Schwartz and Sandy's I don't know it's it's and catch- I realize I, do- I don't like Once Upon a Time now thinking about it it's very you know fem- it's fairy tale-ish it's just I don't know yeah Once Upon a Time it's a very cinderella like imagine I- imagine if we were inviting people that didn't watch the show like they wouldn't even they, like Schwartz and Sandys they'd be like alright I guess let's go there it sounds divey you know um, Once Upon a Tom they'd be like what the hell is this you know yeah are we going to like an Alice in Wonderland bar or something yes yeah are we going to yeah a tea like, house or something is yeah. there going to be little parasols and Thing, like what Raquel was carrying exactly, in the park. Exactly, exactly. Or is it, is it an escape room or something? It just doesn't sound right. Yeah. So that's so, it. So. All right. Well, we'll do OC and then probably tomorrow I'll, I'll, we'll post the winners and you guys check your emails for so I can get your mailing addresses and yeah. Anything awesome. else? I like this question thing. So why don't you guys send in questions? You can 
DM us on Instagram at Vanderpump Rules Party. Yeah. Or Sarah C O C. It's S A R A H C E E O C. Or email us Vanderpump Rules Party at gmail.com and we'll read your questions, um, answer them. Um, yeah, yeah, and just so you guys know, on our Vanderpump Rules um, Instagram, like Sarah and I can both see that. So um, that's super helpful. And then, yeah, you're free to email her or me or um, Instagram us, whatever. Let us know however you're comfortable to communicate. Yeah, and shout out to Kelly for sending in that question. That was super fun. Cool. All right. Okay, well, you guys, we'll be back um, soon with OC and next week for Vanderpump Rules. All right. Bye. Okay, bye.